0: Welcome to Ladies' Alcove, a place for women of ages ranging from puberty to late adulthood, where we cover biblical womanhood and delve into topics such as mental and physical health, finances, relationships, femininity, fashion, motherhood, Bible talks, and a myriad of other topics that relate to women. In simple terms, it is to promote this, a healthy lady, healthy family, healthy connections, and purposeful living. So I invite you to leave a five-star review on the podcast for the algorithm and also to follow us on IG. If you would like to get in contact with me, you can DM me or email me at ladiesalcove at gmail.com. Without further ado, let's get right into it. So today, like we discussed in the last episode, we are talking about red flags. So I have here eight red flags to watch out for when you are thinking about being interested in a guy or just in general when you are interacting with the men that you want to be in a relationship with. But before we even begin, we have to define red flags. And based on the Oxford Dictionary, a red flag is used as a warning of danger. So essentially, Often there are signs in a relationship that indicate to you a warning or danger ahead. So it behooves us to pay attention because we're the ones who suffer the consequences for not listening or paying attention to these red flags. So ladies, this is by no means a comprehensive and a total package of red flags to watch out for. But these are eight that I have seen over the years that I have experienced for myself And which makes me able or equipped in a way to share with you what I have learned or what I have seen or what I have heard from other people. And one red flag is number one, their friends and family hint that it isn't a good idea. This has happened to me twice. (laughs) The first time I completely disregarded that, right? Essentially what happened was the person that I was in a relationship with or before we even got in a relationship this happened but their friend told him don't mess this one up and they were like so and so don't mess this one up because I know you're a whore. (laughs) The thing is, I'm laughing at this now, but it is not funny at all. It's interesting to me the things that women, we disregard for just to be in a relationship and obviously it went and backfired. Ladies, (laughs) please don't be like me. Please do not disregard things like that. If their friends and family hint that it isn't a good idea or being with them will be a devastation to you, please listen. I'm over here spilling like my life, but I think that it's very important to share these things with, with you ladies because I think that sometimes we are very miseducated and we don't understand what's going on and, and we place ourselves in situations that end up hurting our hearts for a very, very long time. So the second time someone hinted, I was you know, trying to get to know someone else and we went and hung out and I shared that with one of their friends And that friend, literally the first thing that that friend told me was guard your heart. And I mean, that sounds like good advice, right? You're getting to know someone. You want to guard your heart, of course. You don't want to give them all of your heart. But then I was thinking, why is that the first thing that you're telling me when I go hang out with your friend, right? That friend is supposedly a good person, right? I'm hoping, first of all, if you are with someone who's a great Guy, or if you're a guy listening, if you're with someone who's a great woman, if the relationship is destined to be great, people are going to be happy for you. You're not going to receive all of this pushback and all of these warnings when you are trying to be with that person, when you're trying to get to know them. So, for me, when I heard that I needed to guard my heart, a red flag popped in my head because. If that person is such a great person to be around, this person is such a great person to be with, I wouldn't have all of these warnings to be with them. So, like I said, ladies, if their friends and family, hint that it isn't a good idea to be in a relationship with them. It doesn't matter if it's those two statements that I shared with you. It could be something else. If you know that what the friends and family are saying is a means of telling you to pause, is a means of waking you up to the reality of the relationship please please do listen now the second one is they don't know how to uphold boundaries i also have fallen to that category i've gotten re- with people that don't have any boundaries in any way, shape, or form. What happens is when the person you're in a relationship with doesn't have boundaries, if you have boundaries yourself, they will try to test your boundaries to get you to fall into whatever it is that you're not trying to do. So if let's say you're not trying to smoke, you'll be with someone who's going to try to push you to smoke in order to see how far they can go. Sex before marriage, let's say you're trying to wait until marriage to have sex with your husband. They'll try to get you as far as possible into getting into that situation with them. And the worst part of it is, let's say you two break up or you have an argument in the relationship, they will test you in ways that you can never imagine. If you do break up, let's say you say that you don't want to talk to them anymore, you just want to stay away from them and stuff like that. They will find ways to test your boundaries, get closer to you, in order to be with you, to, they will just do exactly what you say not to do. So when you're in a relationship with someone, take into consideration and look to see how well they uphold boundaries. Do they have their own boundaries? Are they willing to stay within the bounds of your own boundaries? Or are they trying to push you all the time to do things that you don't want to do, participate in things that you don't want to participate in? Whatever the case may be, do look into who is the person that you are in a relationship with and if they uphold their own boundaries, your own boundaries and other people's boundaries. Number 3 is that they are friends with many women. I do want to give a disclaimer that this is not specifically for healthy men and women relationships. I do believe that men and women can be friends depending on how it begins and there are different factors, right? Like You have a childhood friend, a church family friend. There are so many different reasons as to why men and women can be friends. I do believe that there are healthy, holy, platonic men and women, male to female relationships. I'm not talking about that. And number two, the other disclaimer is that sometimes we women, we have insecurities that prevent us from accepting a man and his relationship with his female friends sometimes the problem is not them ladies sometimes the problem is you it can be because of what you've seen as a little girl your dad probably was a cheater with different women to your mom or you've experienced cheating in your own right but what i am talking about are men that are just most of their friendships are with women and these women have characteristic traits that can provoke or promote promiscuity Or if you look at his IG and all the people that he follows are half-naked women, or he's always around women, always touching them, always giggling with them, just very, very loose around women, that is reason for caution because what can happen is that he ends up being unfaithful. Unfortunately, that's really sad to say, but that's just the fact. And another way that you can see that is how defensive he gets when you bring up the types of women that he is always hanging around. Is he telling you that you're that you're just losing your mind? That there's nothing to it? He is he just dismissing what you are telling him, or is he making sure that you are feeling safe in the relationship? How do you feel when you bring up to him the women that are in his life? Now I know some women. Who would even get jealous of sisters and mothers? Ladies, don't do that. Don't be that woman who's jealous of the sister and the mom in the relationship. That's very counterproductive and it's not right. So I'm saying all of this to say the red flag is when the guy that you're interested in or in a relationship with is friends with many women doesn't know how to keep his hands off looks at them lingeringly flirts in different ways makes you feel uncomfortable with women that he is hanging around so definitely take it into consideration i've had that before when i was in a relationship with someone most of their friends were women didn't have any boundaries with them he would talk to them late at night hang out with them every weekend go out clubbing and stuff like that Listen, listen, take it from me. You don't want to be in that type of a scenario. So number four is they are only nice to you. Outside of being nice to you, how are they? Are they angry, impatient, sarcastic, rude to others but you? If you can say yes to that, let me break it down to you. If they are angry impatient, sarcastic, rude, whatever you name it to other people, eventually they will do the same thing to you. You are not the exception. I really wish women would stop thinking that I'm pretty enough that he is going to change for me. That's not how it works. A man has to want to change for himself. You cannot change a man. Even God sometimes can't change people. We have to choose to allow him into our lives. If God can't change this man, what makes you think you can change him? If he is only nice to you, sis, it is not a flex. It is disaster waiting to happen. How angry does he get with other people is how angry he will get with you and worse. Because you want to know why? We usually tend to be worse with the people that we love. If he's angry and hitting other people for no reason at all, What happens behind closed doors when you accidentally hurt him? Is he going to abuse you behind closed doors and tell other people that you're the one abusing him? If he's impatient with others, he cuts people off, cusses at people, what happens when you accidentally do that? What happens after you have kids, you're tired, so you're impatient with him? Is he going to be impatient with you? Sarcasm. A lot of people use sarcasm in order to hurt you in ways that they could never do without it. What type of things is he saying when he's being sarcastic? Is it hurting your feelings on purpose? Honestly, I would just suggest if someone is sarcastic, just don't mess with them, to be honest. But that's probably a yellow flag for someone or that might be a green flag for someone. But for me and my house, me and my body... I cannot with sarcasm because that means you're going to say things that are going to hurt me and then call me a baby when it hurts my feelings and say that I'm sensitive. I know someone who's listening right now can relate. So ladies, if this guy is only nice to you, prepare yourself for the worst to come. Now, on the back side of this, on the flip side of him being only nice to you, is he rough with you right now? How does he hold your hand? Is he squeezing on your hand when he's hugging you? Is he squeezing you tighter than needs to be when you're around other people? Is he holding you tight, close to him? Is he rough with you? Red flag, red flag. When you guys are horse playing, is he tackling you like a man? Like as if you are a man Sis, you better run. You need to Run. Please, ladies, please look at the red flags and the warning signs before it gets worse or before it even begins. Now, for number five is they are overly jealous. So, for example, they don't like when another guy looks at you in any way, shape, or form. The guy could just be looking at your face or walking by you. They just feel some type of way. Or they feel inferior with other men around. Or they are... They feel inferior around the men in your life. That could be your father, your brothers. They just feel inferior when there are other men around you. Abusive signs. So another sign of them being overly jealous is when they want you to spend every waking hour with them. They don't let you breathe. They don't let you hang out with your friends. They don't let you do anything. They isolate you from your family members. They isolate you from your friends. Warning signs. And the sad thing about it is sometimes we women can tend to see, tend to think that, oh, he just loves me. He doesn't like when men, when other guys objectify me. He wants me all to himself. No, no. Those are just early signs of abuse and manipulation. Please, if this guy is overly jealous, walk away while you are alive. All right. So for number six, number six is they are lazy. So if you're in a relationship with a guy or in a potential relationship with a guy and he is lazy, it's time for you to walk away. You cannot make a guy who is lazy become a workaholic the next day. That's just not how it works. Like I said, no matter how pretty you are, it doesn't matter. You're not going to change a man. Even God can sometimes not change people. So if, if you're with a guy who is lazy, walk away. Because unfortunately, if the relationship progresses into something deeper, to engagement, into marriage, you will feel the repercussions of being linked and married to a man of such caliber. These are the types of men who expect you to go out there, work, Pay the bills, take care of the children, come home, have sex with them, and all the while being pretty, doing it all. That's just not how it works. And also, let's say you do get hit into financial situations or hardships or just different hardships. Life is rough. Life is tough. When times get tough, be prepared to do it all on your own because he will have no motivation to get up, get to work, get things done, fix issues. If you're having issues in your relationship, he will be lazy in the same way. He's not going to feel motivated to work in to work through your problems. You will have to go to the therapist yourself. You will have to budget your money yourself. You will have to find a side hustle yourself. You will have to find daycare for the kids. You will have to cook all the meals when you come home from work. You will have to initiate sex with him. I I mean, he might initiate it because that's probably what he wants, but I mean, (laughs) let's just... No. No. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Please. If you're with someone who's lazy... I mean, I guess talk to him if you want to, if you want to get the conversations rolling to see if he changes. But really, to be honest, that's a red flag and not a yellow flag. So for number seven, it is kind of related to number six that they are lazy. But number seven is this guy has no vision or goals for his life. God created us as women to be help meet. And it is not possible to submit to a man who is passively waiting for life to happen to him. Where is he going? What is he trying to accomplish? Who is he trying to become? Where does he see his life in five years? Where does he see you in five years with him? Where does he see you guys in 10 years? Of course, we, cannot, we can plan for things and things change and life happens. That's normal. But where is he heading? You can't submit to a man with no visions or goals for his life because there is nothing to submit to. What exactly are you helping him with if he doesn't even need help with anything because he doesn't know where he's going? What type of wife are you going to be? What type of husband is he trying to be? How are you guys going to raise your kids? How are you guys going to finance a home or public school or private school or whatever the case may be? What does he enjoy doing? Does he enjoy doing anything at all? What type of man is he trying to become? If this guy that you are interested in has no vision or goal for his life, I suggest you walk away. It's not to say he's a bad person. No, it may just be that he hasn't found what he likes yet, right? But do you have to struggle along before he finds out what he wants to do? Are you going to become the man in the relationship and make him feel emasculated? Or are you going to work out your own walk with God? Are you going to listen to God tell you what you need to do for your life instead of making it your mission to help someone else find their mission? That's something to think about. And last but definitely not least is your intuition tells you something is wrong. I remember giving this example before in a previous podcast where I started talking to someone, but I felt so uneasy. I ended up going on the internet to look them up and found them on record. They were arrested a few months prior to me meeting them for aggravated assault. There was no reason for me to feel this way, but I did, and I was right. If you feel something is wrong, pray. Pray. More than likely, something is actually wrong. You get butterflies all of a sudden for no reason at all. Your gut is telling you no. Sometimes we believe that butterflies are just, oh, they're so great, butterflies. I mean, sometimes it can be. Like if the guy tells you something really sweet or something like that. I mean, it's just natural to feel fuzzy around a guy. But if all of a sudden you're feeling this deep gut-wrenching feeling, Those are not butterflies, sis. It's your gut telling you something is wrong. Listen, I believe our intuition is the Holy Spirit telling us to pause, something is wrong. And it behooves us to listen because sometimes, often, in many cases when we don't listen, we are the ones who end up feeling and suffering through the repercussions. So if your intuition, again, is telling you something is wrong, listen. So that is all I have for you, ladies. Those are the red flags that I have come up for this episode. There are many more. And I recommend right now, if you're in a relationship with someone, if you haven't already or if you're thinking of being in a relationship with someone, before you even do that, take out a piece of paper or a notebook. Write down your non-negotiables write down things that you absolutely cannot handle so that when a counterfeit comes, you can look back and see, okay, this is not what I want in my life. And the reason why I recommend writing it down is because sometimes, well, in many cases, or more often than not, our emotions tend to trump what we know cognitively. So when we see, when we go back in our, piece of paper in our journal or on our phone to see the list of our non-negotiables, it helps us to realize that this is not what I can sign up for. This is not what I'm going to accept in a relationship with someone. It basically bypasses the emotions that we are feeling while we're in the honeymoon stage of a relationship in order to provoke us to think. So ladies, what are some red flags that you have that you want to share? You can share them on Instagram. You can talk to me on Instagram. You can email me, whatever the case may be. Let's keep this conversation going. What are some red flags that you may have that I did not list? I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please do share it, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.